www.ghostbusters.com for more details. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie. We are live here in Seattle. And as always, I start talking about the weather so that wherever you are, you can get grounded in your body and more present so you can use the energy and the information that's offered during this next hour to positively affect your life. So I'm happy to report it's gorgeous here in Seattle. Yeah, we just wanted to finally brag again <laughs> yeah. about our weather being great. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Okay, yeah. Officially, you can wear capris and flip-flops and tank tops and not freeze to death, at least until about maybe 7 o'clock tonight. Then you might have to, you know, change your wardrobe a little bit. Friday will be slightly cooler. Ooh, okay. But the weekend looks nice. Okay. Mid-70s. Okay. Partly sunny. I love that. And, you know, I'm so lucky because my youngest child, Mina, was requiring a little bit more cash. So all my yard is weeded now, front and back, (laughs) so I can enjoy the yard without looking at the weeds and getting out there and ruining my nails. So, yeah, that's all exciting. I should probably come have her come by my house. Excellent. (laughs) She's a little pricey. I just want you to know. (laughs) I think I've spoiled them all just to Tad bit, but it's a beautiful day in Seattle, and of course, a beautiful day, a beautiful moment. Anytime I'm on the radio, I want to thank everyone in advance again for listening to the show. As you have, we've almost been on the air for three years in October, it'll be three years, and it has been an incredible amazing, joyful experience for me. And I just want to thank all of you for listening to the show and also give you a reminder, because I'm sure you've heard this if you listen to KKNW, that we're actually doing a survey um, at the station. And so you want to go to 1150kknw.com and you want to fill out the survey survey and click on your favorite show. So they, they kind of do a roundup of, of who's doing what on the show, who's number one, who's number 20, who's number whatever. And so um, we'd love to hear your opinions. They mean very much to us and let us know how you feel. So log on to 1150kknw.com and let your voice be heard. And there are prizes too. Um, I believe there's a cruise and some other fascinating gifts. Right on the Victoria Clipper and oh a whale gosh. watching excursion and uh, breakfast and uh, dinner at Ponty Seafood Grill. So a really nice package for uh, folks that uh, fill out that survey. Oh, my gosh. I wish I win. could win. Yeah, well, so do I. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We can't really officially vote. So thank you, everyone, again for listening. And uh, another great part of the sunny day is, uh, as last week, we had a surprise visit from Deborah Silverman, the astrologer from Colorado. She doesn't live here in Seattle. And she's back with us for an entire hour today. So we're going to have Deborah Silverman on the phone. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Marie. And one of the great things about Deborah is that she's an astrologer and a psychotherapist. She has been in private practice for 32 years. She has a unique approach to both psychology and astrology that has brought her world-class status 
For the past seven years, Deborah has had the honor of teaching at the internationally renowned Esalon Institute. That's a beautiful place I've heard. Um, she has written columns for parenting magazines in the U.S. and Canada and starred on her own radio show in Vancouver for many years. Uh, Deborah specializes in blending astrology and psychology to help clients understand their life lessons, unique purpose, strengths, and challenges. Her work is based on the Jungian psychology and the four primal elements of water, air, earth, and fire. Ooh, welcome back, Deborah. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. You know, everybody loved you. You made that nice surprise visit uh, last week. And I'm grateful, of course, that you're back on the air for an entire hour. And, and of course, we're going to be teaching in Seattle as well. Yeah, that's so exciting. Let's describe that. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna, you're going to be here um, a little bit before, but we're going to be teaching on the 10th and the 11th here in Seattle, two-day workshop helping people find their life purposes, discover their strengths and their weaknesses, you know, what they're really working on in this lifetime so that they can better advance in the world. We're going to help them with astrology and energy medicine and our intuition combined so that people can really get a strong foothold and move forward in their life. Exactly. Yay, that's so exciting. It is so exciting. It's not far away. No, it's not far away. A few more weeks, and you're going to be here in Seattle, and we'll get to see each other again. Can you promise it will be sunny? I can't promise, but... Oh, but, come on, Marie. you got connections. <laughs> I do have connections, but I, I, it's pretty, usually after the 4th of July, our weather gets a little bit more stable in the in the sunshine. So. Well, we're right after the 4th of July, so we're, we're at, in the nick of time. Right. It could happen. We know you've got really great energy, so if you want it sunny here, it will be. That's <laughs> for sure. Put us together, and what do you get? We're going to get to play with creative learning, how to use energy, and looking at the stars and figuring out your life purpose, and really being practical enough to take those cosmic ideas and make them apply to their lives. I love that. I love that. And not get caught up in the stuff that's really unnecessary, that truly doesn't matter, and isn't helping you purposely move forward. Exactly. And the cool thing about astrology, as you'll see when we finish our show today, is it's so specific to each person it really makes it easy to be able to give practical information. Ah, oh, I love that. I was hoping you could talk a little bit about the, I think it's called the Cardinal Climax that's yes, coming up. Yes, I'm looking up. at it right now as we're Ooh. speaking. You know, the 26th is the real power day, which is two days from now. Right. When it's exact. But it's, it's you know what, it's happening right now as we speak. So there's four planets in the heavens, literally. Two of them are opposite, 180 degrees. And then there's two other planets that are opposite, 180 degrees. So it literally looks like a big giant square in the heavens. Wow. And the last time this happened, when Pluto was in Capricorn, oh, that's not true, Saturn's not quite in Libra, but the next month or so, is the, it was during the American Revolution in 1776, the same configuration occurred. Wow. So we're looking at a revolution. Something about our society is being forced into reexamination. We can't accept the old story. Which I think is great, because some of our stories, quite frankly, uh, they don't work for me. You they know? don't work for anybody. They're right. hated, and we can no longer be the ones, I call us Americans, fat. Like we don't <laughs> know how to share, and we don't know how to delegate, and we don't know how to make sure we're moderate in how we take care of the earth in our own lives. Right, right. And so we're earth, waking up. We are, and the earth is talking very loudly to us right now. You know, reminding us that oil and water do not mix. Hello. You know, you can't put barrels of things that have oil in them at the bottom of the ocean and really think it's all going to turn out great. And it's a scary time because it looks so tragic. In time right. of any time there's a crisis like this, any time a revolution is going to occur, human nature, you can see this in your own life, whenever you're at a critical point where the pressure really builds and you can feel you're almost scared because things are so on the edge, that's when change occurs. By creatures, by animals, the way we are built, we don't change until we have crisis. I don't know who made that up. 
<laughs> well, I think yeah. it's just a little bit our stubborn species. Us humans are a little stubborn, kind of slow to change. So we need a little fire under our bottoms, and then we go, oh, okay, we'll, we'll do it a different way. And that's exactly what's happening. So for anybody born early degree Aries, like 21st, 22nd, 23rd of March, this is they're getting a little bit of fire. And so will you, Marie, that Jupiter just entered Aries, and over the next six to eight months, Aries are coming into a fruition a fruition cycle. Hmm. So there will be some fire activating this whole chart, particularly for them. And then people that are born the very last few days of Virgo, at the very end of the cycle, they're also going through um, a major change that's about to shift and be freed. So there's always cycles. That's what's fascinating. And today in the heavens, we are in one of those critical moments that's going to last for the rest of this month where life is screaming, and I think it's the gulf. I think it really is the water saying you can't ignore the indulgence. We've got to consider another way of being. But as humans, we don't change until we're pushed. Right, right. And so we're being pushed, and hopefully we're all paying attention, and we'll start driving electrical cars pretty soon or something like that. Coming soon. And that's why we come to workshops that you and I are doing, because in our own lives, until someone helps us move through and get conscious of where we're stuck, we can wait for the crisis, and the real advantage of doing a workshop is to see if you can wake up before the frying pan hits. <laughs> exactly. And with when you're with a large group of people, the energy exponentially expands and gives everyone more opportunity for shift and change. And people can really get some insights into who they are. So. Absolutely. So are you ready for to take some calls? I was going to talk first just a little oh, bit about sure. the You want to do that? Yeah, right ahead. Good idea. So there's four elements on this planet that are called the creative forces that we can't live without. And everything from the Hawaiian culture to the old Jewish Kabbalah to the noble truths of Buddhism, they all have these same four, four corners. The so same thing with American Indians, the four directions. And that's water, air, earth, and fire, none of which we can live without. So they come up in personality types. Like some of you are watery and you cry at the drop of a hat and your nature is to mother and to cuddle and to care for people, and you're all compassionate and you wish you could stop saving things in drawers. Those are the water people. They're very sensitive. They're highly intuitive, and they are very needy. They have a need for contact, like touch me. And then there's the category, the second category, which is air, and they're the people that love to talk. They're airheads, and they forget things, and they don't know where their keys are, and they're very entertaining, and they love to read books the beginning and the middle and then skip the end. They love <laughs> magazines. They're very speedy and they're very creative as far as the mind and being able to write and think and talk and teach. And they're really fun. We love airheads, don't we? Absolutely. <laughs> and then the third category is earth. These are the very grounded people who are solid and stable and they love money and they love getting things done and they clean to have fun. They think practicality and organization is a very natural part of life and when things aren't orderly, they get crazy. And they look at the air people and go, what's wrong with you? And they're always on time, the earth people, and they're always practical, and they cross the T's and dot dot the I's, but they can be a little bit boring, Mm -hmm. and they take on more than their share because they don't know how to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And the last category is fire, and they're the ones that are really fun and loud and bold, and there's no volume now. These are the kids that we have that we go, oh, my God, don't say that so loud. (laughs) And they have a bit of a temper, and they're huffy, and they're very athletic, and they're very physical, And boy, are they fun to play with. They're the ones that say, turn the music up louder. Let's have a party. And they don't know when to stop. Lovely, lovely. Fire is only one temperature, and that would be hot. (laughs) (laughs) There's no medium for fire people. They're just on. And that's what Marie has, lots of fire. So basically, these are the four elements. And then the next conversation is everyone has a Saturn placement. Where was Saturn when you were born? And that tells me what you've come to learn. 
So I can tell immediately what the person's come in this lifetime to focus on, and that's what we'll do on our weekend workshop, is really with Marie using her energy medicine, being able to read the energy. And then my gift is being able to look at the chart and specify what did you come in this life to learn. Then we can get focused and really help people not have the frying pans come get them. Excellent. I'm all for that. How to avoid, we could call it, how to avoid frying pans. Right, yeah, exactly. Or better known as how to avoid the crisis before it gets there. What can we do to wake up before it's too late? So let's go ahead and go to the phone lines. Okie doke. So we have... We've got Mark on the line right now, who was uh, born March 14th, 1961 at 11.50 p.m. in Auburn, Washington. So Mark, did you relate to any of those four elements that I just described? Uh, a little bit of every one of them, I think. <laughs> you have a lot of one of them. I got a, which one is that? The water. You got it. <laughs> now, how did you know that? Uh, sensitive. Yeah. You are. You have. So, Marie, should I just jump in? Please go right ahead. So, you are a double Pisces, and you have a lot of water, including your rising sign, which gives you a huge gift of vision. I mean, it's Marie's work for you to learn Marie's work of how to see and read energy and sense things is the most natural thing in the world. And you're going through this wonderful transit right now, the last two or three months, um, where there's some expansion happening. Have you thought about moving at all? No, I haven't. Have you been expanding in any way, spiritually or emotionally? Oh, yeah, all the time. I'm, I'm actually in the middle of uh, Marie's uh, mentorship program right now. So. Oh, that's so perfect. <laughs> that's exactly. This is the time for you to open up the spiritual doorway. The big trick for you is um, your life lessons, Earth, is making sure that you're grounded and that you really bring yourself back to basics, that you don't get too far out and you keep bringing yourself back to what's pro- appropriate and practical. How do you do in practicality? Is that a strength or a weakness for you? Uh, I I know I know. <laughs> Tell me the answer, Marie. I love yeah. it. it. It's a strength, but a little bit overused. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what happens wherever Saturn is. We either overuse it or we underuse it. Like people get identified with being practical and having to be secure. But your real gift is. Do you have you ever written poetry at all? No. Mm. Mark. No, he said no. Yeah. Music. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I, we couldn't hear you. Poetry or music, Mark, are either of those attractive to you? Uh, not really, no. What about cooking? Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to learn how to cook. I, I'm a lousy cook, but I've always wanted to learn how. <laughs> it's so interesting because this chart is all about the, the ability to use your feminine side and to let creativity have its, its way with you. So I'm surprised to hear that music, you're not, do you have music on a lot? No, not at all. Wow. So what do you do, Mark? I was two minutes off on that. I don't know how that... That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) What do I do? I'm an energy worker. An energy worker? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's totally appropriate. So it's the gift of energy, but there's a poet, a moving, dancing, musical. I'm so surprised. Mm. Well, well, you know, I think that for uh, a long time, Mark was... um, more compartmentalized in his thinking and didn't really allow his creativity to come through. And you're right, he is a great visionary. He really is. He gets beautiful visions. They're really beautiful when he works with people and great metaphors with them too. And so maybe doing poetry or starting to play an instrument or taking a cooking class is just to help with more of that creative energy. Oh, for sure. So more of it can flow. Yeah. Mm. I think that's a good idea. 
It's a, you have a really strong gift when you go into that flow state, the visionary state that Marie was talking about, and letting yourself uninhibitedly say or see. And so to use poetry without being limited, because you get stuck in being right and trying to be normal. <laughs> this is not a normal chart. You're eccentric. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all true. And I think it's really nice for him to hear it from another person, not just for me, you know, in class, but from another person who's never met him, who's never talked to him, and it's right in his chart. I can't even see him. And I think the thing is, what happens to Pisces is they try to act normal so hard. <laughs> they're the weirdest sign of the zodiac, and they actually dress up and look normal and play the straight role because they're scared they're going to get found out. Oh, that is hysterical. I know a lot of Pisces people, and that totally fits them. They try them. way harder than everyone else. So if you could relax a little bit and let your whimsical, creative side from you know using your hands from cooking to music to finding a way to be more in your feminine that would be very healthy mm. i think that's great advice sounds like it, yeah. yeah i'll have to look into that thank you so much mark for calling in well thanks for uh, taking my call marie we'll see you soon okay bye-bye thanks deborah bye-bye bye that, that was really great who do we have next we've got acadia on the line and uh, acadia was born november 23rd 1985 at 4 12 p.m in berkeley springs west virginia and you're still in West Virginia. I am. I am, Marie. I'm still here. Ah, great. How's your day going there? Is it beautiful? Actually, you know, it just got a little bit thunderstormy. Ah. So it's a little um, anticlimactic for the beginning of the day, but it's pretty. Great, great. So, Deborah, what do you have? What element did you relate to? I'm sorry? Did you relate to those four elements? Can you say which ones today? Oh, yes. Um, I'm the fire. You have five planets of fire. Good guess. Wow. You have energy. Yes, I do. I have a lot of energy. <laughs> Boy, can you stick your foot in your mouth? Do you get in trouble for that? <laughs> oh, I, I'm really good at apologizing, though. <laughs> well, that is your gift, is being able to really use your energy and speak truth and be upfront. It's just the most important thing is you probably had a very difficult childhood, and you were very serious and responsible. Is that true when you were young? Um, actually, I had a really fun childhood. I think I had the parents that let me kind of be myself. Huh. So you were able to use all this fire and didn't get restricted. No, not at all. I just learned how to apologize at a young age. <laughs> so that's great. So do you, are you very responsible? Do you feel like you take things on a lot? Yes, definitely. This is the chart of someone It's great to hear because most people come in through getting responsible because they were restricted at a young age. So your parents gave you permission. You're very responsible and you have strong leadership in this chart. And you have a gift of being able to push people or inspire them or direct them in a very kind way, but it's like your bossy boots. I, I keep getting that you should be owning a corporation. I mean, seriously. <laughs> well, I kind of do. I'm a teacher. Does that count? No. <laughs> that does not count. A, a corporation would be that you owned the building and you hired all the teachers and you created the curriculum and and you made more money than you know what we unfortunately pay teachers in this country. Well, that sounds like a lovely idea for the future. Yeah. What do you think, Deborah? I mean, is well, I think you should, she's totally got the energy. There's mm-hmm. a restrictive. This is what I'm seeing. Is one is there's a genius in your chart that is way which exactly what Marie was saying that you're. You're kind of like a futurist who could put a new model in anywhere you went and design something new. But there's a restricted energy where you feel so responsible. There's a controlled part of you that keeps you from taking on that kind of leadership that Marie was describing. Can you see that? Yes, that definitely applies in a lot of my situations in life. 
Mm-hmm. So you're going to get better as you get older. You age really well. You'll be old when you're young, and you'll be young when you're old. And that's the power that. that Marie was just picking up on. I totally see that. I love that. You know, I already have a homework assignment for you, because I think that that underlying feeling that that keeps you in resistance mode is shame. And and sometimes, well, a lot of human beings have shame. We carry it in our, in our second chakra, in our lower pelvis, and we can kind of feel embarrassment kind of creeping up when we start to step outside of our comfort zone, and then we push ourselves back down so that we don't feel the shame or the embarrassment. So what I'd love for you to do is have a couple temp, you know, throw a few temper tantrums a week, go, go in a room, lay down on the floor, and kick and scream like you're two. I think it, it'll help you move through those blocks in your second chakra and really let yourself out of the box. Does that make sense? I, I love doing my homework. Sure. Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. It's really true. It's, you're you spot on because if you could let yourself move your fire, being wild by yourself, just get the muscle flex that knows how to be uninhibited without having to say you're sorry, it's going to make a much more powerful, easy range for you to be able to let that energy move through your body. Yeah, and being on my own to do that would be great because I don't like hurting people's feelings, so that would be good. Right, yeah. It makes total sense. And you're really meant to do, I mean, being a teacher is a fabulous job, it's an honorable position, but you're meant to do more than than that. You're you're meant to have something even bigger in your life than, of course, a room full of precious young beings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just what you're meant to do, in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's exciting. We, we get to maybe hopefully witness that and, and hear about how you figure that out. Yeah, I can definitely report back in. Lovely, lovely. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you very much. Have a good one. All right, next on the line, we've got Mira, who was born April 2nd, 1962 at 11.35 a.m. in Bremerton, Washington. Hi, Myra. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Thank you. What can we do for you? Well, you want a reading, right? Yes. That's what you're wanting. And so do you want me to go ahead and, and do something, Deborah, while you look at those numbers? Well, I, I already got those. Oh, excellent. Okay. I mean, I would love for her to guess. Can you guess which element you had? Well, I, I think that I have a lot of water <laughs> five planets. It's so funny. Five and water? Yeah. Wow. There's only ten planets in astrology, and it's usually three, <laughs> two, two, and three, something like that is what the typical, well, we've just got two people in a row, it's five. Five planets and water. That's amazing. So wow. let's see, um, what made you guess that, Mira? Well, I'm, I'm really sensitive, and, and I'm intuitive, um, and so... I'm, and I'm uh, Aries. That's right. You're an Aries, but you've got all this water. So this is a classic example of, you can hear it in her voice, can't you, Marie? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's the simpleness of your water people tend to be very shy and withdrawn, and they don't like to talk a lot. Uh-huh. So they find themselves inside themselves, and they become self-conscious. It's just what you were describing earlier. The fire people get scared they're going to blow up and hurt someone. And the water people feel like they're going to disappear and, and evaporate. <laughs> and your gift, Mira, is actually to be in stillness without feeling self-conscious. Can you do that? Oh, I'm learning how to do that. Um, sometimes I'm good and sometimes I'm not. <laughs> it's a healing presence. If you're aware that why you're present in the situation is to be able to calm, water soothes, it heals, it cleans. So whenever there's been water around, we find whatever's been left behind it clean, but it becomes dirty. So you leave a group or people or, a, you know, a hospital or a movie theater, and you're going to feel really overwhelmed. Does that happen to you? It does, yeah. So the challenge is learning how to have boundaries. That's your life lesson this lifetime. And 
And for you, similar to Mark, the first caller, it's so funny. We have another one of those four planets of Pisces who, who are really strange but try to act normal all the time. Well, you want to hear something funny is that Myra is also a mentoring student of mine. So, oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> well, you know, I, I get to pick from all these incredible people. So I pick, you know, beings who I think are very intuitive and already have skill sets because <sighs> it's only a year program and we only meet once a month. So I can't really teach basics. So I choose, you know, as many intuitive people as I possibly can to be a part of the program. But yeah, Myra's. And so she has similar planetary situations as Mark does, is what you're totally. saying. Wow. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. And her soul is also water like Mark's was. So these are people that can read energy. The water right. people see the invisible world as though it's real. The, the real world for them is confusing. But the energetic world of sensing things is much more real. Well, here's another funny thing, I, I won't, without giving too much private information about Myra, but we met from in a professional way, and uh, and actually, I kept telling her she was psychic, and then she finally said, oh yeah, I am. <laughs> and then she joined the mentoring group, so yeah, it's really exciting. That's so wonderful when someone can see you and give you the affirmation, and often people with lots of water are the ones that are most invisible and or confused because our society doesn't know how to deal with energy people who can sense or feel. So today is obviously a water conversation. It's a water conversation. So you said a few moments ago that when Myra's in a public place it and she's still, I believe that's what you were saying, when she's in that calm presence with herself, that the energy she exudes is healing? Very, oh, yes. Lovely. That she has a quality of um, calm that she brings to the world. But she has to be careful to not pick it up and make it herself uncalm. You know, once the water leaves, the water leaves dirty. <laughs> so they have to be careful to know how to let go of what they've picked up. Can you relate to that, Myra? I can. And I think that's something that I, because I've gone through a big expansion energetically, and I think, and what I'm feeling now is like this anxiety which I haven't felt in a long time, but it just started occurring the last couple of days. I'm not afraid of it, but I'm like, why am I... Why See, you know what? Jupiter is sitting yeah. at that degree right now on your Mercury. You are in an expansive. It's been going on for months. That's what I was saying to Mark. Wow. But it's exact degree right now. And do you think the whole planetary eclipse that's occurring is kind of adding to that anxiety? Well, certainly it's adding, but she's, But this is a particular um, personal, very, very personal transit that she's oh. under. And that's the value of getting a chart done, because there are certain eras and times when life just comes in and throws more energy or takes away energy or gives us crisis, and that's why it's so good to get a chart done. Excellent. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Myra, for calling in. You're very welcome. Beautiful. Have a great day. I can so feel her water. I'm feeling calm all of a sudden. Oh, and healed. Nice. Oh. All right. All righty. And we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And when we return, we'll be right back with Deborah Silverman. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn Merritt. Healing from Within series can now be purchased on DVD. This four-part interactive series was filmed live at their weekend workshops. The DVDs include medical and energetic insight, as well as informative tools you can use for a lifetime. Chakra exercises and dietary guidelines are included. The first two DVDs on detoxification and heart health are available now through Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com. Coming soon are the Brain Health and Hormonal System DVDs. Purchase your copy today and get started on your own healing process. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. 
Deborah Wilson returns to the show at 7 p.m. Sunday. Life always goes better with a little angel by your side. You see, this cat Deborah is a bad... Shut your mouth. But I'm talking about Deborah Wilson. Then we can dig it. And at 8 o'clock, we have the Roswell UFO dudes, Don Schmidt and Tom Carey. Angels and aliens, metaphysics with attitude. The Gary Man Show, Sunday night at 7 Pacific. Marian astrologer Deborah Silverman will be conducting a weekend workshop July 10th and 11th. Come learn how elemental astrology and energy medicine can make transformational shifts in your life. This workshop is geared to creative, positive, revolutionary change to your lifestyle. Gain creative understanding of your life purpose, relationships, and health issues. Walk away from this workshop with a personal astrological chart and the necessary tools and insights to enhance key areas of your life. Join Marie and Deborah for an engaging weekend, Saturday, July 10th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sunday, July 11th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This is a workshop you don't want to miss. Seating is limited. To register or for more information, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Outside the box, outside the norm, inside your radio. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle with a special guest, our wonderful guest, Deborah Silverman, who's an astrologer and a psychotherapist who specializes in the elements of astrology, who helps you focus on your life issue, one of the main reasons why you came here to planet Earth and figure it all out, and of course, more of your destiny, your life purpose, based on how your planetary function is. And so we're taking calls. Who do we have? We've got Darcy on the line right now. Darcy, born February 14th. 1957 at 7 p.m. in Wakefield, Michigan. Hi, Darcy. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. So, Deborah, what special things do you have for Darcy? <laughs> I love that. So it's February 1457. Well, this is a definite numbers person. Do you do numbers for a living? Well, I think in numbers. I go to the store and think numbers, and I, I do, exactly. You would be great as a numerologist. I know. I actually, when you were, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but as you were speaking about the numbers, I I actually could see a numerology book. It's like you need to write one. Are you interested? Have you ever studied it at all? Darcy? Very little, just very little, just because I love numbers a lot. You know, if it's not numerology, it certainly is astrology. You have a natural ability to recognize patterns and designs. Right. In fact, you could be a designer. You're so picky. <laughs> Isn't that true, Darcy? I'm sorry. Are you picky, Darcy? Well, I guess I am. I do. I like everything a certain way, and I I wish that I had been a designer, but I think I missed my calling there. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I am working in an office. Yeah, no, have to quit right away. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm just to the point, right? I just, we noticed. Yeah. I, I just think that it's, and of course, you get to do whatever you want. You have free will, of course. But I just think that, especially when I'm in your energy and I'm reading about you, you're not really enjoying yourself. I mean, you work hard at being happy, and I appreciate that. I, I think that we can all find ways to be happy in our lives regardless. But you're, it's, it's like the passion and the joy that you're really wanting. You haven't quite got on that boat yet. It's a spiritual thing. You have a very strong philosophical... This is a chart of someone who can see designs and patterns and meets people and quickly has an opinion. Isn't that true, Darcy? Yes. And boy, are you precise. 
So if you don't use the gift, if you're filing and organizing and taking care of details, certainly you're going to find yourself useful there because it's natural. But I think what Maria is saying is if you take it up a notch, a and couple that is notches. clearly what your chart, so two years ago should have been a really hard time. 2008, did you go through a hard time? I did. I went through a couple of very rough years, and um, I'm on the upward swing. <laughs> yeah, it's all changed now, mm-hmm. but those are the times in life when we have to pay attention because the frying pans are coming, and that's what happens. <laughs> the frying pans, yeah. I love that. I always call it the rug being pulled out from underneath you, but I like your mortif- metaphor better. It kind of gets people moving a little bit faster, perhaps. <laughs> The frying yeah. pan. Yeah, the frying pan. The rug being pulled out. Mm, yeah. So, so those two years, Darcy, are over now, and now you have the opportunity to start thinking bigger. But you get stuck. You've got a very stubborn personality who could repeat herself for a long time and complain when no one's looking because you've got such a need to use this numbers thing or astrology or magic, but you get caught in being responsible all the time. Oh, I do. That came. That came into the world that way. I think, and I was brought up that way too. But you can make it go away. And here's the deal. Here's why I'm so excited when I'm talking to you, because really, I feel like I could bounce out of my chair. I'm so excited. Is that I don't always get a destiny reading on someone the very first time I meet them. But when I do, like I do, like I am with you, it's like I... I want to force you towards it or push you towards it. You are meant to be an author. Uh, I like the idea of either a numerologist or astrologer. You are meant to work in the mystical realm. You're supposed to. I mean, it's like your destiny from what I can see. And I actually think you're going to do it because I can see the book. I can see the book. I can see a little bit of the title. And so even though you're stubborn, maybe these words, because there's most people who I've explained their destiny to them, they thought I was crazy. Literally. They thought I was nuts. Um, they thought that I was wrong. But guess what? They're all living their destiny right now. All the people that I was so direct with and saw it immediately with them. So I'm going to encourage you. And maybe with some help of Deborah, you can step out of the way of your resistance and really start to live a fully impassioned life. And that book won't go away. It's still in my head. So, Deborah, what could she do to get herself out of the way? She'd come to our workshop. I mean, she's a little sick. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You need some support because if we leave you alone, you'll just have a secret little world going on in your head. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Oh, you are, you are saying everything that's perfect. I've always felt a book around me. I've always been attracted Aww. to um, mystical realm and... Yeah. astrology, numerology, everything about it. And when I heard about your workshop, I actually called about a question about a relative. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this all happened, and I just thought, oh, I've been asking my guides and angels you know, to show me the way, and I think I was meant to have a reading today. Forget the other part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Based on results, that's the right answer. Well, he, I heard about your workshop and said, I know that this is what I'm guided to do, and I'll be there. Yay! Oh, we're so excited. Yay, yay. And here's the other part of it. When you live your destiny, and Deborah and I know this because we get to live ours every day, and it's an incredible blessing. It really, people don't know until you actually live it how grateful you can be in your life more than you ever imagined. Even you know, it's like having kids. If you want to have children, it's the same type of feeling, and it's really profound. But here's the deal is that everybody else gets to benefit from you living your destiny. So that's the important, you know. That's the motivation. Truly, truly is that everybody wins. It's a win-win for everyone in the entire universe or all the universes. Everybody wins. So, Corey, congratulations. Uh, we look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. And uh, I'm so excited, Corey. Yay! Yay! Oh. And, and uh, thank you so much for calling in, and we'll see you soon. Okay, great. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. So who do we have, Eric, next? Now we're going to talk to Corey. 
Uh, oh, that was Darcy. We were I'm so sorry. Too, so. Yeah. Darcy. Oh, Darcy. Can you yeah. believe we did that? Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so now we've got Corey on the line. Corey was born uh, October 29th, 1974 at 1016 p.m. in Everett. Uh, hi, the real Corey. How are you? We've been talking about you for hours. <laughs> Hello. Hi. So um, what do you have going on for Corey there? Well, what element do you guess, Corey? What's that? What element? Did you get to hear the beginning of the show? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that again. Can you ask him, Marie? Yeah. Did, what element do you think is in your chart significantly? Oh, water. It's got to be water. Another person with five planets in water. Not a mentoring student, though. At least not yet, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely, you have a gift of, um, you've got a very intense chart. You have the gift of being able to penetrate people's psyches and ask them lots of questions and really be curious. What do you do for work? Well, I got out of what I was doing, and now I'm just sort of figuring out, trying to figure out what I want to do next. So, well, uh, you would be a great candidate for Marie because there's such a strong desire in this chart to help people and to be a harmonizer and to really be fast. You must be fascinated by humans and both judgmental and fascinated in both ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like completely wanting to understand them and then wanting to judge them and get really opinionated. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's sort of like you know too much, and I want to. Then you want to get away. Well, that's when you've got to know how to heal and give back what you see. That's the hard part. You see so much, but you don't know how to give what you see. Right. That's where Marie comes in. Hmm. Do you did you ever consider going into the police force, or do you have people in your family that are police officers or firefighters? No, but I uh, no. Nobody. And and did you think about moving in in one of those fields? No, but I thought about like uh, like investigation all that stuff. I can you oh. know a detective. You're a yeah. perfect for a detective. I see I'm a man. Like, I think I'm kind of like Monk though. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> okay, yeah, he worked for the police force. Yeah, because I see a, a person in uniform standing next to you, and I couldn't tell if that was about you or someone who oh. passed over in your family. But yeah. Right. I think you're so right, Marie. He, you could definitely... See, you're incognito. You pick <laughs> up all these things about people, and then you don't know what to do with all the information. But if you could serve with that, you're like the guy that reads x-rays. <laughs> right. So, so why not be a detective? Why not be a, like a private investigator or work for a private investigator? Because I actually see other things for you as well, but you need something now that keeps you interested because I kind of feel you slipping down a little bit of a slippy slope because you're kind of bored and you're not sure what to do. And you can be self-destructive, Mr. Corey. Oh. oh yeah. Mm. He's got a self-destructive side. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that. So I think you need to go find a private detective and go work for him or figure out your own thing, you know, and start doing some detective work. I think you're going to have a blast with it and you're very good. Right. It's a great suggestion. You you definitely need a little bit of movement. And in this chart, is you're in the life lesson or uh, cycle, I should say, over the next year, 2011, 2010, 2011, where you need to get into motion and change. You've got the potential here of really doing a career shift. And I agree about that motion. Yeah, he needs to be in motion. Otherwise, you know, I didn't see the self destruction, but I just see him sliding on his backside down a really kind of wetty glass, um, grassy hill, and it doesn't go look very fun, actually. It doesn't look like yeah. the fun rolling. Yeah, it's sort of like a bunch of things all, you know, all at once. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to have to get your positive thinking hat on, because you can go negative when no one's looking. Right. Mm. Have you read any of the Esther Hicks books, or even um, 
Mike Dooley's book, Infinite Possibilities. They're very positive books. Okay. Yeah, and that should help you. They've got great tools. Both of those authors um, have great tools on staying positive. The challenge is you can become a recluse if you're not careful. So you've got it because you really are people oriented. But with all this water, water people don't like to be around people too much. But they are healers, so it's kind of contradictory. Mm, right, you want to go out, and then once you go out, you pick up all this stuff, and you want to come back. <laughs> Isn't that funny? So, but this is truly the gift of. Um, Compassion. You have a very compassionate chart, but you got to start does. with you because, boy, you can get huffy and mean to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, I think once you've made whatever you know career change you're going to make, which I'm going to encourage you, Deborah and I both encourage you to get on the stick and get moving. I think ultimately you will work in the healing world. You know, and some people say to me, "Oh my gosh, you must say that to everyone," which I don't. But part of my job, and it'd be interesting to see if this is true for Deborah too. Part of my job is to help healers heal. Because we need a lot of healers on the planet. We're moving in a very, I think, positive, purposeful, conscious way. And we need people who are maybe more on the awake side to help other people also become more awake. Exactly. And the people that are the healers are the ones that get spent. So it's very important for those of us that work in the world we do, because you know, both you and I, Marie, have so much fire, we get energy just by spending it. But for people with water, they have to know how to take a break right. and guilt-free. And stop the world and say, it's my turn. I'm going to go for the massage or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm taking a hot Hello. tub and I'm allowed to take a break. Yeah, I get a massage once a week, hour and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Religious. It's one of my religions. Ah. Massage. <laughs> Tempra, this is great. I didn't know that about you. This is great. Thank you, Corey, for calling in. I'm excited for you. Keep us updated. Okay, thank you. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Who do we have, Eric? We've got Marjorie on the line now. And Marjorie was born May 14th, 1958, in the morning in Seattle. Great. So how's Marjorie doing there, Deborah? I want to hear if Marjorie can guess what element she is. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Marjorie, can you hear us? Got a little bit of stat- static going on here. Hello, Marjorie. Okay, I think we're going to have to uh, come back to her. She's going to light us all up. Is she really? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe she'll call back. Maybe okay. she'll call back. Well, we'll see if she's there. Sometimes these cell phone things just don't work like I you want them to. I know. I know. So now we're going to talk to Adini uh, calling um, from Seattle, or uh, calling from Bellevue, actually, but born in Seattle on uh, November 26, 1948, at 512 a.m. Great. Hi, Dini. How are you? I'm good, Marie. Hi, Deborah. Hi. And I think I'm a blazing fire with some air. A blazing fire. That was very accurate. You got it. Oh, these people are so smart. Well, people do. They can feel it. You, you got exactly right. You're, you've got lots of fire and lots of air, and your life lesson is earth. Mm. With learning how to do details and be responsible. And how are you doing in that arena? Uh, I'm... My fire has burned me out. I have a blown electrical system. At a physical level, has your body been feeling that? Yeah, I have Parkinson's symptoms. Oh, we're sorry. Huh. Well, you know, the, the medicine for you is that this lifetime you have a crazy optimist no matter what. Isn't that true? Uh, say that again about the optimist. You seem to have an optimist that ends up always taking over. No matter how bad things are, you stay positive. Is that true? Um, probably. 
I don't <laughs> feel that way all the time, but everybody else says that. Well, you probably don't feel it inside because your Mercury's in Scorpio, so your thoughts are negative. But the way you come off to the world is people get inspired because you have such resilience. No matter what happens, you're an idealist. Right, exactly. So, Marie, you go ahead, jump in. What do you see? Well, actually, I, you know, once you tell me about your health issue, because I, I know you're one of my clients, actually. I, right. And I always forget, after someone leaves my office, I, you know, my brain goes blank. It's, it's a way for me to clear myself and move on to the next person. And so I actually do know about you. And I, one of the things I've talked about over and over again is what an incredible teacher you are. And now I hear Deborah talking about your ability to inspire others. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. It's that inspiration that you have. I think the hardest thing is your this lifetime, your life lessons details, and you never give yourself permission to feel like you've done well. Yeah, that's probably true. So no matter what you've done, and now with having that symptom, there's reason to criticize or to feel bad, or to and it takes that optimism we're talking about to be able to step up into the spirit world and come out of the physical body and the emotional body. We have such a good reason at the practical level to be complaining. All of us. This planet is so distressed. But at the spirit level, there's a whole other game going where it's magical and it's mystical and there's this incredible potential. And that's one of Marie's gifts is inspiring us to realize, wait a minute, what are we going to put our attention on? And you have a tendency to focus on the details, particularly around you, about yourself, that haven't been accomplished. And I would say to return to your idealist and keep being the one that believes in magic, even when you don't have a reason to. Okay. Right, right. And... and and allowing that more energy than coming in and repairing some of those electrical misfirings, if you will, and allowing your body to stay healthy and to move in a, in a healthier, projected way. And so how are you doing in not worrying about the dis-ease? Because that's something that we've been working on is you not worrying about it, maybe not even thinking about it, even though it's hard to, which I think is what Deborah was talking about, being able to disengage from the conflict of the physical world and feel the magic of spirit. So how is that working? Um, It's better on an emotional level, but not on the physical level. Well, congratulations. Because what happens is the emotional level heals first. It gains priority in the body before then the physical level is affected because it's always the last to be affected. It's so so dense, for God's sake. (laughs) We can change our mind, air. We can change our feelings, water. When it comes to earth, rocks are heavy. <laughs> yeah, rocks are heavy. So congratulations. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. That's wonderful. That's just what I was describing, is if you can keep your attention on the spirit realm, then the disease becomes a symptom at the physical, but that's not exactly the whole story. That's not who you are. Mm-hmm. You're much more than that, right? I just wonder how <clears throat> one can repair the blown-out holes in the etheric field. They're asking the same questions about the Gulf uh, waters right now. Right. You know, we have to accept that there's some physical realities down here that can't get fixed as we would like them to be. And then what do we do? That's really where the art of spirituality becomes real. How do we accept the unacceptable and still have our hearts open? Mm -hmm. And I think many times when we accept the unacceptable, that's when it begins to transform. That's the magic. Right. That's when the transformation occurs. You know, when you can accept the way things are and let them be beautiful in your life. Like I've asked you, Dina, to love the Parkinson's. Love it. And I remember the first time I told you that, you looked at me like I was... Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Right. Right, yeah. But it's it, so hard. I, I it really is. honor that. It, it is hard. And 
it sounds like from what you said, even from your voice, that you know you're beginning to feel different emotionally, and yeah. that's huge. I'm so we're both proud of you. That's amazing. It is amazing. So we're sending you tons of energy and light and love as you continue your journey of seeing your incredible, incredible spiritual self while you learn to be comfortable in your wonderful body. Thank you. Thank you both. See you soon. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. I have a great story, Marie, of this elder woman that was my teacher. She was in her 80s and she was dying and she was really sick. And I went to see her and and I came in the room and I said, how are you? And she said, my body's completely ruined and I'm doing so well. <laughs> I love that. Remi- I was like, that explained everything. It reminds me of Nelson Mandela being able to walk out of a prison, you know, and become the president of a country that imprisoned him. You know, it's, you know, exactly. We it are... takes a high road right. to be able to accept the unacceptable, the stupid, I call them stupid stories. Everyone <laughs> on this planet has stupid stories. Oh, they, they sound like great stories. They're great, stupid stories. I love them. So who do we have next, Eric? We've got Kelly on the line now. Uh, Kelly was born October 26th, 1975, at 2.44 p.m. in Phoenix, Arizona. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm good. Thank you. Great. So what does she got? Oh, I know. What element are you? What kind of you're thinking about? That's right. Wait, I'm gonna, the time. Can you tell me the time again? Sure. 2.44 p.m. Okay. Go ahead. And the element, um, I would say, is water. Hmm. Okie dokie. So the strongest element is you definitely are a water sign as a Scorpio, and you've got quite a bit of it. You have. You're, she's right. She's right. She's got four planets. And well, here we go again. Does she have a lot of air? She does. Yeah, because I'm an air when I'm around. Her soul's air. You got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a very. What, what your chart is is you go deep, and then you go light. You have this wonderful balance of taking people seriously into their thought process. Ah. You must love a good conversation. I do, yeah, absolutely. That's one of your gifts. You could have definitely been an interviewer. Ooh. You're so nosy. You're so, aren't you so curious? I am, yes. Oh, that's a good career choice, actually, because I, I know who Kelly is. She used to live in Seattle, and that would be a really good career choice to be an interviewer. Or even a psychologist. You have a natural interest in people and wanting to take them to another point of view. And there's something about this lifetime, your issue is about your ego and not being self-conscious about being so intense. Can you relate to that? Absolutely, yes. So I want to give you permission that you're allowed to turn up the volume and then watch yourself get uncomfortable and laugh at yourself because you can't tone it down. You're just too serious. You're too much of a seer. You have this very strong influence of brilliance where you can see through, you've got an x-ray machine, but you have this tendency to get self-conscious, like, oh, I shouldn't say that, or... I, mm, right. I, I loved what you said about turn up the volume. I mean, it's like I'm even seeing Kelly in a different way. It's Well, probably too, Kelly, you've made some changes in the last few months, have you? Um, well, yeah, there's been a lot of changes in the last few months. Um, I'm trying to just get more real about... Um, my thought process, you know, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
But I think Deborah's on the right track. I think you have to turn up your volume. I, I really, really do. I already know how deep you are. Um, Kelly has worked with all kinds of um, children with um, issues like autism and Asperger's, uh-huh. you know, and she's quite gifted and she's able to help children move beyond their limitations. She's quite gifted. I, th- I really do agree with you, Deborah. I think that was a great insight about turning up the volume because there's a part of her personality she doesn't even know yet exists. And she's not going to come to it until she turns up the volume. And so that would mean being physical, athletic, running your energy, make being a little bit louder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? <laughs> not, a, not right now, no. <laughs> That's your stretch. Because if you want to yeah. turn up your life less inspired, we always look to see where is the part of us that holds back. Yeah. Sometimes people are too fight. And Saturn describes the extremes. So if someone has Saturn, in your case, in fire, any of us that have that, it means that we're either too loud and too bold or we're holding it back too much. And yeah, she's holding back. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I find that fascinating. So I, I, will, I want to report, Kelly, okay, on Facebook. Okay. I want to report about how you're turning up the volume because I think, not I think, I know Deborah's onto something here and I'm very excited about it. So I can't okay. wait to hear what happens. Great. Turn up Thanks. the volume. We want to hear you singing all the way from, from Washington to Colorado. All right. Sounds okay. good. Thank you, Kelly. Great. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Okay. So Bye. thank you so much. And so for everyone out there, Deborah and I are going to be live in Seattle teaching a class. And the class is called The Wisdom of Elemental Energy. So it's a workshop, two days. We're going to help people find where they're, well, Deborah is going to tell them where their Saturn is, <laughs> what they're working on. And, and everyone gets a personalized chart when they come to this two-day event. And then I'm going to be you know, scanning their body, looking at their energy, helping them find uh, ways, moving energy out, stagnant energy, helping you find ways to ground and be in your body positively. And we're going to help them find their life purpose and their destiny and all their strengths and, and everything like that, correct? And we should tell them how to get a hold of me if they want to. Please, go right ahead. So my phone number is 303-665-0320. And my website is Deborah, D-E-B-R-A dash Silverman dot com. Right. And you can go to energyintuitive.com to learn more about the class. You can call the office at 825-5671 and register online or through the office. We'll be happy to take those registrations. And, and thank you so much for coming onto the show. It was oh, a thank pleasure. You so much. Our really hour fun. is just crazy. It went so fast. Thank you so much, Deborah. And I can't wait to hug you in person in a no, few weeks. Finally. So thank you so much and have a wonderful day in Colorado. Okay, and be prepared for June 26th. We've got that big grand cross coming soon to oh, our neighborhood. Yes, I will. Thank you for the reminder. Thank you Alrighty. so much. Love and blessings to you, Deborah. You too. Great. And then what we have coming up on the show um, on July, actually, first, we're going to have Daphne Rose Kingman. Um, she's a fabulous author. She's been a frequent guest on the Oprah Winfrey Show. And so I'm so excited to listen to her. And she works really well at helping people find out how to get out of crisis and difficulty and stress. And then on July 15th, we're going to have Jody Levon, the happy medium. So we have a lot going here on the Marie Manucherry Show, as always. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, brave callers, for calling in and letting us have a view into your life and helping all the other people who are listening from around the world um, to to gain insight and tools for their own life as well. So I applaud you and I thank you. Have an absolutely wonderful day and joyful blessings. Bye-bye.